1984, pastors Jean and Sue started Faith Christian Center in a hotel ballroom. But for the past 36 years, they have taught people how to practically apply the Bible to their everyday lives. Over the years, God has blessed us and the church has grown. Faith Christian Center is now located on a beautiful 73-acre campus in the heart of the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. We believe the best is yet to come. Today's message will encourage you, inspire you, and teach you how to experience God's best in every area of your life. It's my Bible. It is the Word of God. And it is the will of God for my life. I am who the Word says I am. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. I'm where the Word says I am. Seated right now in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus, the place of authority, dominion, and power. I have what the Word says I have. All the blessings of Abraham are mine. And I can do what the Word says I can do. I can do all things through Christ who gives me the strength. Today my mind is alert. My spirit is receptive. So I'm taught the Word of God. My life has changed for the better. And I will never be the same again. Amen. God bless you. you may be seated this morning. We've been in this series for a year now. The Truth About Money, and uh, the title this morning is Another Year of Miracles. Our two launching texts in this series have been Matthew 6, 21, where Jesus said, For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. And Matthew 6, 33, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all of these things shall be added unto you. Now I learned from Fred Price that once a principle from the Word of God is discovered, that principle can be worked over and over and over again because a principle discovered from the Word of God will work every time. Now, this is the thesis this morning, so let me rehearse this again. Once a principle from the Word of God has been discovered, that principle can be worked over and over and over again because a principle discovered from the Word of God will work every time. And that is what this message is about. 2020 for the world was a year of curse, but for us at Faith Christian Center, 2020 was a year of miracles. And I say that if we will stay focused and just keep doing what we have been doing, what worked in 2020, then 2021 will be another year of miracles. I, I want to rehearse how we came to this day. When we started out on this land, this building, and the land across the road, we owed $12.1 million. By the time we got to the end of 2017, we had that paid down to $5.27 million. So at the end of 2017, we had paid down the debt $6.8 million Faith Christian Center was 56% paid off. You have no idea how blessed you are because a lot of these churches out here never make principal payments. They barely keep up with the interest payments. But I'm old school, and I'm a student of the book of Proverbs, and so we don't like debt, and we're, we don't believe debt's sin. We're willing to borrow money when we have to, but we like to get rid of it as soon as we can. 
So we had it paid down to $5.27 million. In January of 2018, the Lord told me to stop fooling around and get Faith Christian Center paid off. I didn't think I was fooling around. I thought I was doing a good job. But he said, I want you to stop fooling around and get Faith Christian Center paid off. Then he gave me a strategy on how Sue and I could personally give up to a million dollars to help get Faith Christian Center paid off. And he told me how to do it without it costing me anything. Well, I was very hopeful we could get Faith Christian Center paid off in 2018, but we didn't. Our debt at the end of 2018 was $3.6 million. And then I was very hopeful we could get Faith Christian Center paid off in 2019, but we didn't. At the end of 2019, our debt was $2.1 million, but by the time we got to the end of November last year, our debt was zero. Like Fred Price used to say, just keep on keeping on, or like Jesus our Lord said himself, never give up. That's from Luke 18, 1. Then Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them, show them that they should always pray and never give up. But I think too many of God's people have taken Luke 18, 1 to mean we should just keep on praying the same old way we've been praying and hopefully maybe someday God will answer. Well, what if that isn't what he meant? What if he meant to keep changing and evolving the way we pray until we get regular results, answers, and miracles as a result of our prayers. Now consider this. At the end of 2017, we owed $5.27 million. And after the big push in 2018, I mean, people on the stage, big push, we owed $3.6 million. So that was a pay down of $1.66 million in 2018. At the end of 2019, we owed $2.1 million. So in 2019, we paid down the debt 1.46 million but on November 30 2020 we owed zero so in 2020 we paid down the debt 2.1 million that doesn't even make sense tell your neighbor that doesn't make any sense I mean we had the big push in 2018 not only did we not have a big push in 2020 2020 was the year of the corona so here's the question, how do we pay down more in 2020 than we did in either 2018 or 19 without a big push like 2018 with people on the stage and everything? And how do we pay down more in 2020 than we did in either 2018 or 19 in the year of the coronavirus? It all began October of 2017 when Sue and I were packing to go to San Francisco for 10 days. I came out of my office closet at the house and the Holy Spirit drew my, drew my attention to the left, and he drew my attention to a book on the bookshelf, Oral Roberts' book, The Miracle of Seed Faith, which we had read many times, but he said, why don't you take that with you? And after rereading the book, I changed the way I was praying. Now, that's what this is about. If we want to continue walking in miracles in 2021, we have got to do what we did in 2020, but also maybe if you're not getting regular and consistent answers to prayer, and if you're not receiving miracles on a regular basis, maybe, maybe Luke 18.1 means to change and evolve the way you're praying so your praying becomes more effective. I don't know what it is about us as people, but when we don't get answers, why do we always assume it's God's fault? Why don't we look in the mirror and say, hey, uh, guy, hey, gal, maybe it's your fault. Maybe you're not praying correctly. 
And uh, so after rereading the book, I changed the way I was praying. And after I changed the way I was praying, that's when the Lord spoke to me in January of 2018, told me to quit fooling around and get the building paid off. And he challenged me to personally give a million dollars of the 5.27 million. And he told me how to do it without it costing me anything. Basically, the strategy he gave me in January of 2018 was right out of Oral Roberts' book. So my fathers in the faith are all dead and gone but one. And yet they still come through for me over and over and over again. And you have heard all this before, over and over and over. And yet how many have purchased Oral Roberts' book, The Miracle of Seed Faith, and how many have taken action and asked God how much of a seed you should sow toward a particular miracle you desire, and how many have actually changed the way you were praying to test it out. And here's the point of my rehearsing this. I changed the way I was praying. And since I changed the way I was praying, I've received 90 miracles, including paying off this entire campus. And today, Faith Christian Center owes no debt to anyone except the debt of love. In April of 2020, in this series, in a message I called Recovering All, in the midst of this coronavirus fear and panic fest, one from the Oval Office on down, our political leaders had soiled their britches in fear. I fearlessly declared to you that day that we would end 2020 richer than we ended 2019. And I fearlessly declared to you that day that this pestilence would pass us right on by. If you're taking notes, number one, you have already been blessed in Christ with every spiritual blessing. Number one, if you're taking notes, you have already been blessed in Christ with every spiritual blessing. That's Ephesians 1.3. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. Who has blessed us? Who has blessed us? Who has blessed us? Has. What tense are we talking about? Past tense. Now, it may look like some of us are more blessed than others of us, but it only looks that way for Paul wrote that God has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. So it's not really that some of us are more blessed than others. It only looks that way. Now listen to what I'm saying. I know what I'm talking about. It's not really that some of us are more blessed than others. It only looks that way because the word of God says he has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. So it's not really that some of us are more blessed than others. It only looks that way. The truth is that some of us have just worked our faith harder and built up our faith muscles more and believed God for more and believed in more than some others of us. But I'm here to tell you today that God is no respecter of persons who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. Who what? who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. He did what? Who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. He did what? He has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. This is past tense. This is a work of God that has already been done. This is a work of God that has already been accomplished. The action has already taken place. The action is not in the process of taking place. The action has already taken place. When Paul says, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ, that means we're already blessed. Shout it out loud five times. We're already blessed. We're already blessed. 
He has already blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. Now, people like to spiritualize this because the language is every spiritual blessing. But I remind you that Hebrews 11 talks about things. Mark 11, 22 to 24, Jesus talked about things. And I remind you of Matthew 7, 11, If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Father which is in heaven give good things to them that ask him? And I remind you of Hebrews 11, 3, through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are not seen were not made of things which do appear. So when Paul says that God has already blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ, that means God has already made available to us everything we need for life and godliness. In fact, the Bible specifically says that in 2 Peter 1.3, His divine power has given us, past tense, has given us everything we need for life and godliness through our knowledge of Him who called us by His own glory and goodness through these. He has given us His very great and precious promises, pointing us to the Word, so that through them you may participate in the divine nature and escape the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. So God has given us, past tense, everything we need for life and godliness, life and godliness through our knowledge, not through our ignorance, through our knowledge of the Word of God. Knowledge of what? Through our knowledge of His great and precious promises. So that through them, through the Word of God, through the promises of God, you may participate in the divine nature and escape the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. Through our knowledge of the great and precious promises, we can have everything in life we need. Through our knowledge of the great and precious promises, we can participate in the divine nature. Through our knowledge of the great and precious promises, we can escape the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. Ephesians 1.3, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ, who has blessed us, who has blessed us, who has blessed us. We are already blessed so far as God is concerned with every blessing we need to live our lives right here on planet Earth. Now, if you need a miracle here, number two, if you need a miracle, number two, you cannot afford to be offended by the Word of God, not the written Word of God, the Logos, and not by a rhema Christos from the Holy Spirit of God. If, if you need a miracle, number two, you cannot afford to be offended by the Word of God, not the written Word of God, the Logos, or by a rhema Christos from the Holy Spirit. I notice in the annual Bible reading over and over and over God says, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Father. So the word is your life. Tell your neighbor, the word is your life. Tell the neighbor on the other side, the word is your life. Deuteronomy 32, 47, they are not just idle words for you, they are your life. By them you will live long in the land. So the word is your life. So if you need a miracle, you cannot afford to be offended by the word of God. Not the, written, not the written word of God, the Logos, or not by any rhema Christos from the Holy Spirit. The word is your life. Joshua 1.8 says, Do not let this book of the law, the word of God, depart from your mouth. Confession. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do 
everything written in it, then you will be prosperous and successful. One translation says, you'll be able to deal wisely in the affairs of life. How many would like that? How many would like to be able to deal wisely in the affairs of life? If you need a miracle, number three, point number three, you've got to be a doer of the Word of God. First, the written Word of God. And second, the spoken Word of God. Any rhema Christos from the Holy Spirit. Our level of blessing in this life is dependent on how much of the Word we believe, confess, and take action upon. Listen to what I'm saying. When I pause, I'm editing. You know, the Holy Spirit wants to say some blunt things. But uh, I'm editing. <laughs> Hallelujah. He'll forgive me. Our level of blessing is... And he's on. Our level of blessing is dependent on how much of the Word of God we believe and confess and take action on. This is how we skated last year. This is how we were able to pay all this off in the year of the corona. And you can look on the government website for Gene Lingerfeld or Faith Christian Center, and you're not going to see where we borrowed a nickel. There's three things. I'm giving a Bible at Christmas to a grandchild, and I've got two coming up. They're the same age, so I... I'm trying to rush through the Bible reading and do two Bibles this year so I can give these two that are about the same age a Bible. But reading it quickly. I'm in uh, 1 Kings now. It's amazing what the Lord will overlook. Truly. I just read about Judah and Tamar. You know, Tamar is in the lineage of Christ. It is frankly amazing at what the Lord will overlook. But there's three things he will not overlook that I've seen in 2021. He will not overlook taking the tithe. He will not overlook complaining. He'll kill you for it. And he will not overlook idolatry. Now, we think of idolatry as being a little gold image or a little wooden image, you know, some kind of a man-made physical thing. But when you get over to 2 Kings and 2 Chronicles, there's a broader definition of idolatry whenever Israel was attacked or whenever Judah was attacked. And when the king would reach out to the Egyptians for help or the king would reach out to the Syrians for help. Whenever a king would look to any source but God, God called that idolatry. And that's why this country and the church in this country is in this mess. And that's why in the year of the corona, 
without borrowing a nickel from the government or taking a nickel of their money, we paid everything off. If you will look to him. Now, that doesn't mean we're not grateful to men, people. You know, well, you can be grateful to men, but don't worship them. You can be grateful, but uh, don't make them your source. He is a great king. Say it out loud. He is a great king, and he will share his glory with no one. Say it again. He is a great king, and he will share his glory with no one. So we look to him. Lift both hands. Say, Father, you protect us. Father, you bless us. Father, you prosper us. Amen. So our level of blessing in this life is dependent on how much of the word we believe, confess, and take action upon. James 1.22. But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving or deluding yourselves. A lot of people are deluded. A lot of people have been deluded. James 1.22 in the NIV, do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Isaiah 1.19, if ye be willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. I love it. I've always loved it. If ye be willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. Isaiah 119 in the Living Bible, if you will only let me help you, if you will only obey, then I will make you rich. And verse 20 in the NIV, if you are willing and obedient, you will eat from the best of the land. But if you resist and rebel, you'll be devoured by the sword, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Number four, the Word of God teaches that God will bless all the work of our hands. Number four, the Word of God teaches that God will bless all the work of our hands. The Word of God teaches that God will bless your work, not your idleness, your work, not your good intentions, your work. God has promised to bless your work. Deuteronomy 8.18, but remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability. King James says power to get. He gives you the ability to produce wealth. King James says power to get it, to produce wealth, and so confirms his covenant, which he swore to your forefathers as it is today. Psalm 1, blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked or stand in the way of sinners or sit in the seat of mockers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever he does prospers. Whatever he does prospers. This guy, not the guy that's following cults and fads and, and groups and groupthink on social media. This guy, this guy, who's this guy? Well, he walks not in the counsel of the wicked. He doesn't stand in the way of sinners. He doesn't sit in the seat of mockers. Whatever he doeth shall prosper. Deuteronomy 15, 10, give generously to him and do so without a grudging heart. Then because of this, the Lord your God will bless you in all your work and in everything you put your hands to. And then Deuteronomy 28, verses 1 and 8. If you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully follow all his commands I give you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations on the earth. The Lord will send a blessing on your barns and everything you put your hand to. The Lord your God will bless you in the land he is giving you. Listen, if, if God's people would have spent the last 12 years directing all the energy into the Word of God, believing the Word of God, 
confessing the Word of God and taking action on the Word of God that they directed into these personality cults. They'd be moving mountains. Now, 12 times or so in this message, he's prompted me to say something, so apparently he wants it out there. I remember years ago, we used to go to Oral Roberts' meeting at the Maybe Center. He called it Charismatic Bible Ministries, and there was a pretty famous evangelist. He spoke that day, and he said, uh, he said, be careful with Deuteronomy 28. He said, be careful picking that up, rehearsing that as a covenant. I leaned over to Sue. I said, I don't care what he says. It's been working for me. I'm going to stay with it. And we've stayed with it. I got to the office Tuesday, and they told me a number. I mean, I couldn't believe it, and I still can't believe it. It's, a, it's an unbelievable number. I mean, I can't even get my mind around it. But last year, Sue and I gave Faith Christian Center $826,000. So, so don't be coming up in the fellowship atrium trying to push me around and act like you're the big banana. And I'm just a preacher. Ask your neighbor, what's your excuse? <laughs> I'm just a preacher. Now, I don't just preach. I save money. I invest money. Because I've been doing Joshua 1.8. I've, I've learned how to deal wisely in the affairs of life. But what if we had a hundred y'all doing that? See? So, don't be looking to man. I walk through that front door every morning and I go to dancing with joy and gladness, with joy and gladness, with joy and gladness, do I serve you, O Lord, my God, in my day of prosperity? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You look to a man, you're going to be, I don't care what man, you're going to be disappointed. That's right. And it's idolatry. And the Lord won't honor it. So we're not looking to Pharaoh. We're not looking to the king of the Assyrians. Amen. We're looking to the King of kings and the Lord of lords because our level of blessing is right now evidence of the degree to which we have believed God's word and confessed God's word and taken action on God's word. And if you have not figured it out, it's not getting brighter out there, it's getting darker. If you have not figured it out, they're not getting saner out there. They're getting crazier out there. Right. Lift your hands again. Say, thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God. You, protect us. you protect us. You bless us. You bless us. And you prosper us. You prosper. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, of course, being hardwired the way I'm hardwired, what do you think I'm thinking about? I didn't know I'd ever get that far. Well, now let's see what we can do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, we're just now up and running. 
Let's see what we can do. And the Lord's paying houses off. He's on that. I, I'm looking around the room and I'm seeing people with houses paid off. Look, what one man can do, another man can do. Say it out loud. What one man can do, another man can do. Say it again. What one man can do, another man can do. And, and don't go by your little old brain. Your little old brain, your little old brain. You know, well, no, don't go by that. Go by, go by the Word of God and go by the Spirit of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Shout out loud five times, my God is able. My God is able. God is able to do what you believe he will do, and God is able to do what you say he will do. Amen. So don't be like Moses. When Moses said, Lord, you can't do that. You can't give all these people meat. You'd have to empty the seas. Don't be like that. See, Moses, even the great man Moses, had hung out with those negative people so long he started talking negative. Don't be like that. Amen. Amen. God is able to do what you believe he will do, and God is able to do what you say he will do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So let us not shrink back and be destroyed, but let us believe God and be saved. Amen. 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 And look to God. Amen. I'm looking to God on the money. I'm looking to God on my health. I'm looking to God on all of it. If you will do these things, you will walk in what Kenneth Hagin used to call the fruit of the word. That's what we walked in during 2020, and I declare to you today, without apology, that is what we will continue to walk in in 2021. If, you, if we will just stay focused and keep doing what we have been doing, what worked in 2020, then 2021 will be another year of miracles. Now, the Lord warned me about time on February 3rd and February 4th of 2015. He said, you don't have much time. Later, I don't have the date, but later he told me, don't go anywhere. He wasn't talking about vacation. He was talking about ministry travel. He said, don't go anywhere. He said, stay here and prepare these people for the end. Then on Thursday morning, November 12th last year, the Spirit of God whispered to me when I woke up, it won't be long now. So my friends, none of the events of 2020 or the past seven days have shaken me. My dear friends, let not your hearts be troubled. And now that we have Faith Christian Center paid off, how about we get your house paid off in 2021? Impossible, you say? Well, thank God our Father is in the business of, of making impossible things come to pass. Psalm 126, when the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. Then was our mouth filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. Then said they among the heathen, the Lord hath done great things for them. The Lord hath done great things for us, whereof we are glad. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father God, I give you the credit, the glory, and the honor for every good thing that has taken place in this church in the last 12 months. Amen. Father God, I give you the credit, the glory, and the honor that I don't even know of anybody sick in the congregation. 
Father God, I, I give you the credit, the glory, and the honor. As of this moment, I only know of one man looking for a job, and he'll find that job this week, a better-paying job, a better job. Father, I give you the credit, the glory, and the honor for paying Faith Christian Center and this property off and those two Mercedes-Benz Sprinters and that little note on upgrading the sound equipment. I give you the credit, the glory, and the honor for paying it all off. I give you the credit, the glory, and the honor that it, on this day, January 10, 2021, we owe no man anything except the debt of love. I give you the credit, the glory, and the honor, and I thank you, Father God, that over the years you gave me the good sense to find that faith tribe and stay with it. I thank you, Father God. I found my tribe, and I have stayed with it. Hallelujah. And I'm glad, I'm happy to be a believer and not a doubter. Say, thank you, Father God. I'm a believer. I'm not a doubter. Thank you for listening to this life-changing message. To partner with us and to help us reach more people with the good news of the gospel, visit our website at faithchristiancenter.com. Your financial support is enabling us to reach more people than ever before. If you have never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, pray this simple prayer. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. If you prayed that simple prayer, you are born again and today is a new beginning. We would like to send you a copy of Dr. Jean Lingerfeld's book, God's Very Own Child. To receive your free copy, call the church office at 817-561-3400 or send an email to info at faithchristiancenter.com. Remember to put God first in every area of your life because he loves you and has a wonderful plan for you. And don't forget, we walk by faith, not by sight.